Welcome back to Share Truth Apply Scripture. I'm Jordan Shambly, joined by Cedra Sarton and Hannah Harrison. If you listened to last segment, we are continuing our discussion from last week um, on sexual abuse in the church and how to handle that, how to set up safeguards, how to be aware of situations. Um, it's it's a very uh, it's a very heavy topic to talk yeah. about. Um, And it's the kind of thing that really makes you, it it can foster a lot of fear. Um, But I think just before we go into how to combat this, these situations, that's what this segment's about. I just want to say again, that we need to understand that this is not primarily, and this is going to be counterintuitive. This is not primarily about us. Yeah. This is primarily about the character of God, his reputation before the world um, and how we handle Mm -hmm. his name. Um, As the church, we, we, are his rep- representatives uh, in human form while while Christ while Christ himself is is before the throne we are down here we're representing God um, and how we handle sin and how we handle sinners especially within the walls of the church says a lot about who we believe God is and how seriously the world should take him so this is something to be, to take be take very seriously and frame it in that perspective that's not primarily about us and how we feel in our pain it's primarily about the holiness of god so that being said <laughs> let's go into how we can do better in setting up environments where these kinds of things don't happen and hannah you've provided us lots of really <laughs> really good notes and and already we've before the show i'm just going to say i've been like zoning in on the notes and these two are talking to me and i can't hear a thing because i'm just like reading all this information so I'm going to really try to pay attention again and not be distracted by all this great information. So, Hannah, why don't you go into this? Tell us, like, maybe where do we begin? Okay. Well, first of all, since mm-hmm. you, you mentioned my notes, I will say yeah. um, for those of you listening mm-hmm. and for also Jordan and Sadra, mm-hmm. Caring Well um, mm-hmm. is a new, um, they've done a report the Southern Baptist Convention has is where a lot of these statistics and everything came from. Mm-hmm. Um, they've also given a lot uh, background and how to help and everything. So a lot of this comes from them. It's not from me, yeah. um, which I'm sure comes from the Lord to them. So, yeah. you know, it's all from God. <laughs> but anyway, um, it is very important mm. that we step up our game, mm. I believe, and try to combat this in the church and also, you know, um, out in the world just to protect our children. Right. Um, but especially in the church, um, the Caring Well, they, they had a lot of good information and a mm. lot of good tips. Um, we mentioned before that a lot of people know their abusers. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've said that every segment. You know, mm-hmm. it's so, but it's so important because right. we we don't really think about it like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and so it that makes it even more important for our churches and mm-hmm. our ministry teams, our pastoral teams, to step up and um, you know pick the right people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so through that, I think there needs to be a process. <clears throat> they also do as well. And. And when they come in for interviews, you want to interview, you want to sit down, you want to know where their heart is. And you want to make sure, um, because as we mentioned earlier, it's easy to say, I'm fine, I'm great. My walk with the Lord is, Mm woohoo, you know, great, everything's fine. But that's not often always the case. And so when you sit down and you have these hard conversations and you start asking them, well, what's what's your past with children? Mm -hmm. If you're going to be a children's minister, why aren't you doing that now? Mm-hmm. What what can you list? You know, give me some references. Can mm-hmm. you go back? Because in, in a lot of these situations, pastors will jump around and mm-hmm. or they'll leave church. Maybe it's a youth minister, whatever the case, you know, 
and if it's not reported, well, the new church doesn't know it. And you yeah. just don't know the ripple effect. And so it's so important mm. that you interview and that you ask hard questions um, when you are interviewing a potential new member of a leadership team. Yeah. Mm. Um, but also on the other side of that, um, the church needs to have a team prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, there are so many different issues that come up with sexual abuse. Even and if it didn't happen in the church, if someone were to come maybe visiting and said, hey, this is a problem this is something that's happened to me you need to mm, have yeah. both men and women yeah women are i think are important too because a lot of the time it is girls mm-hmm. it's, it's boys it's girl, too yeah. it's both mm-hmm. but you need to have someone that they're going to be comfortable talking right. to yeah and mm. that are equipped with this that's kind good. of past and know what to say no not only and i'm all for christian counseling and all of that but you also have to keep in mind the physical and the mental yeah. stuff yeah. that is going on and what these people are trying mm-hmm. to just to just deal with you know and we need to be prepared Mm. to have that and you know we mentioned earlier how people say oh well maybe they blame cast the blame on the victim Mm. you know if even if that's in somebody's mind they need to have somebody ready to sit it to to maybe get it checked out maybe think okay this is a professional Mm -hmm. yeah let's let's see what their opinions are yeah um and Mm. i think that is a very key potential part Uh um, of the well-being of a child or a girl or a boy adult even you know that has gone through this process Mm -hmm. and our churches um, a lot of the times they're in your congregations Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that have had the psychology degrees they've been in that field Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of the times I know in my church uh, my mom has that background and um, she's been called in on multiple occasions just to Mm -hmm. sit down and talk Mm -hmm. and I think our churches really are in need of that that's that's (laughs) such a good point too you might say something yeah I was just gonna say and it's good to know like I said that goes back to really knowing the people in your church and building relationships Mm -hmm. and knowing who has this sort of background right knowing the people in your congregation that maybe have medical backgrounds Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. all kinds people like that and then utilizing that like Mm -hmm. would you be willing to be on a team Uh, would you be willing to come in and talk to people when we have situations Mm -hmm. you know things like that Mm -hmm. well that's that's really good too because especially like what you said like talking about there's there's that um, ministerial side of of, of helping these people but right. there's also the the physical and mental needs and 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 I, it does kind of bother me sometimes where um, the church and, and, and Christians tend to separate those two things like mm-hmm. one is spiritual and then these are just kind of like and and, and and some take it to the extreme well they'll pray for someone to the exclusion of actually caring for their physical need exactly. um, mm-hmm. I think Christ himself talks about that maybe it's Paul either way it's God. <laughs> writing the scriptures um saying like i mean how can we tell someone who's hungry oh go be filled and not give them something to eat right so um we need to understand too that the physical and mental needs are as spiritual as the Mm -hmm. soul needs of the person Mm -hmm. and having in in our church in the the church i go to uh there are there are a couple of of doctors of, of physicians there and they've been called on many times if someone right. if a kid fell and exactly you know, you know who those people yeah. are yeah they're, yeah. they're called right. in immediately so having those uh, knowing who can help who's equipped to do that and not just relying on oh well, this church is, is a spiritual place let's just you know kind of say a prayer and maybe you report back to me in a couple of months see if things are going well actually help these people right. or connect them with someone who can 
Um, that was such a good right, and good even point. spiritually, you know, mm-hmm. I think that we're called. You know, we have these desires mm-hmm. to do. You know, I'm here. I think the Lord led me to AFA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know. Maybe the Lord put you in that church for that reason. Right. Yeah. So step up and use your gifts that the Lord has given you. Mm-hmm. Is kind yeah. of yeah. And you that way you're, yeah. you're using your spiritual gifts and you're helping them kind of minister to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and, both and, ways. Yeah. You know? And being equipped for those people too that you said would yeah. would walk in. Maybe they're not from your church. Maybe they weren't abused exactly. in your church. Maybe it didn't happen there. Um, but they come in and they come in with that problem. Um, I, I know you you can you can be as secure in your in your own congregation and, and and trust everyone that that will never happen. But then somebody comes in from across town, right? And and you, you there's really no excuse to not be prepared. Mm-hmm. There's really. not. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that in going in going and making this team. Mm-hmm. Um, I see that you have like education and grooming down, mm-hmm. which I think is very important. Taking time for uh, not just for the team, but for the entire church, right. educating them on situations and mm-hmm. and ha- and let and teaching them how to uh, look for the signs and things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. And and teaching them who to go to. Okay, these people are set aside for that. Go right. report it to one of these people. Right. right. Yeah. Um, and that's also um, reporting. Education, um, you know, I think is very essential in a lot of things. There's a lot of bad things that happen in the world. Human trafficking is another mm-hmm. one. You know, and when we look for these things, we see the things that are out of place. Mm-hmm. But it comes back to us being aware. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're, when I know something, I'm more inclined to sit here and listen to it. You mm-hmm. know, if you're talking about uh, Star Trek, I don't know anything about Star Trek. <laughs> I don't know why that's the first thing that came to my mind. But I'm just kind of going to be like, yeah, okay, okay. But mm-hmm. when you're talking about this and you, mm-hmm. and you know the background mm-hmm. you're going to be more inclined to not saying that you're not inclined to protect these children anyway mm-hmm. but you want the best for them mm-hmm. and you're going to be on guard mm-hmm. and that doesn't necessarily mean you're judging them either right, exactly. it means you're looking out and you're aware of the situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's good um, yeah and, and continuing down your list of notes i mean there, there's so, so much here and when when someone comes to you we talked a, we talked a little bit about uh people putting people in positions of authority and, and a mm-hmm. lot of churches just kind of do that i don't want to say carelessly but it kind of is carelessly where it's like oh this person's a good person i know this person he's a cousin of so and so he's really good at this thing let's mm-hmm. put him he's the minister of this thing now right and and it's just sort of like this haphazard kind of like you want to be nice you want to be have an open and, and mm-hmm. an inviting yes. environment and so you're just like oh you're good at this thing god's gifted you in this way you go minister to our congregation this right. way um when you look at when you look at the bible that's not what happened no. <laughs> mm-hmm. um th- th- there was extensive prayer about it like before before, you know, Paul would set someone up as a pastor of a church that he planted, he would pray about it. When they set up the deacons, you know, Stephen mm-hmm. um, and the deacons, um, there was a lot of prayer and, and God revealed to the people who should have been the deacons. Right. And the deacons, they weren't in this position of great teaching authority. They weren't writing epistles. They were setting tables. Mm-hmm. They were helping the widows. They were doing some very hands-on stuff. So no role in the church is too small for very exactly. in, intense prayer about. And so when, we, when we're looking at who should be in charge of Sunday school and who should be in charge of the children, mm-hmm. there should be intense, extensive um, prayer, but also who is this person? Are they qualified? Right. Yeah. I mean, regardless of whether or not they're going to hurt someone, are they even qualified to teach? Mm-hmm. Um, does their does their life match their their uh, what they claim to be uh, a, a Christian? Yeah. Um, but you you say there's there's some several practical things here too. Yeah, uh, I like what you have here, mm-hmm. uh, which are just 
it seemed like such small things, mm-hmm. but open doors, mm-hmm. no sexual jokes, yeah. respect privacy, things like that. The you know having your written appointments and things like that. I think just create this environment where things like assault and stuff. There's no, there's, there's no, no room for it. Yeah, yeah. There, it, it, can't, <laughs> it can't happen. You can't happen. But I mean, like, there's no place for that to take root and grow exactly. because you don't. Uh, you just go ahead and, and decide that there's no place for it. So if you just practice these things, like the open doors thing, mm-hmm. it's right. like like with uh, working here. It's one thing I've always respected with mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. when I have to work when I have to go into like. Uh, I sit down in someone's office and talk mm-hmm. to them. The doors are open. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and if for some reason there has to be a closed door conversation, they're, they're always going to have other people come in and right. sit right. in or on it. Or there's that window kind of. Yeah, yeah. 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 windows can see what's you can happening. See, yeah. yeah. So like we, that, that's kind of like something here that we try not to let, yeah. we try not to foster any kind of behavior that could possibly mm-hmm. lead to that. So if you just go ahead and settle in, like we're, these are the rules, this is how we're going to do things. Mm-hmm. Right. Then, then you can't, it, there's no room for it anymore. Yeah. No. And uh, just to end this segment in this episode, um, I hope you realize there's, there are things that you can do, even as a member of the congregation, uh, you, you can go to your pastors and talk about this. Um, there are things that you can do to, to set up an environment where this can't happen. Like we've been saying. Right. And also on that, mm-hmm. um, I, I mentioned that a lot of this material, came from the caring well mm-hmm. the southern baptist jd greer has set up a 12-week program wow. it's a video program there's mm-hmm. a handbook to go through with the ministerial team mm-hmm. in mind pastors for them to go through this process yeah. and to learn so i recommend um checking that out yeah, if we'll you're interested in. yeah. yeah we can put a link in yeah um but definitely check into that if yeah absolutely so feel feel empowered to mm-hmm. to do this to take these steps it's not because you distrust people but it's because you're honest about sin and you really care about the character of God. Um, So thank you for listening to this episode. We'll see you next week.